adventure family. How are you doing? Good. Welcome for those who are joining us online. We love you. Um, I have a question for you this morning. You ready? What is the purpose of your life? Why were you created? Why, why do you live on earth? What is the reason for you living? Today, we are going to explore this topic. We're going to go to Psalm 90, which is the oldest psalm. This was actually written by a guy named Moses. So everybody always just assumes that all the psalms were written by David, but there were other psalms. This particular one was written by Moses. Some people think that it was um, in response to when he had to lead the Israelites for 40 years in the wilderness. Some people think it was um, right after his brother and sister died. Um, but we are going to go into this. We're going to talk about what is your purpose in life. The, the title of this message is Life Matters. Life Matters. Starting, so Psalm 90, starting with verse 1, this is the New Living Translation. This, this describes God. This sets the foundation right here. And it says, Lord, through all the generations, you have been our home. You know, I, I traveled last weekend. I had the most amazing weekend. I got to go speak at my grandmother church. Not my grandmother's church, but my grandmother church, which is the church that sent the church to San Jose, which then sent us out here. So it was kind of a dream come true. I got to, got to go share my story, my testimony, and it was amazing. And we were gone because uh, I've been working on my project for my master's degree. And uh, I'll be done at the end of today. <laughs> it's, it's pretty hilarious. Somebody asked me, they go, what are you going to do with all your spare time? I said, I am going to hang out with human beings. I'm going to come out of that cave, and I'm not going to study, and I'm actually going to read for fun. Like, I don't even know what that's like. But anyway, so I was gone for five days, and there's something about coming home, isn't there? After you've been traveling for a while, I'm sure Sarah and Prentice, after 10 months, it was like, woo! I don't know, there's something about coming home. Home is a place that is supposed to be your refuge. It's supposed to be where, you're, where you feel safe and secure and comfortable, and you can fully be yourself. Hopefully that's your situation. But here it's describing God as our home, where you're just so at home with him that you just... Do you ever joke around with God, like you're praying and you're kind of joking around? I like to do that with him. I don't know if he thinks I'm funny, but I do. I think I'm <laughs> hilarious. But anyway, um, here it says, through all the generations, you've been our home. 
Verse two, before the mountains were born. How many of you love the mountains here? Oh, man. Every morning I just sit out on my deck and I look up at the mountains and I marvel. Now, the ocean is nice. I went to see the ocean in California and we were walking. But man, does it stink. (laughs) Right? You don't get those kind of smells out of the mountains. Well, maybe you do, but I have never smelled them. But I'm like, what is a dead whale up on shore or something? It was just, but it's beautiful, right? But those mountains, how many are ocean people? Okay, there's a shout out. How many of you are mountain people? Well, we're living in the right state, aren't we? (laughs) The Great Salt Lake is not a substitute. (laughs) Anyway, although it does smell like the same thing. But anyway, um, before the mountains were born, you gave birth to the earth and the world. Here's evidence that God is the creator of the universe. It says, and from beginning to end, you are God. Can you say that? You are God. He is our home. And then there are human beings. We have our human life. There is God. This is the foundation for everything. He is our home. And then there is our life. And it says in verse 3, you turn people back to dust, saying, return to dust, you mortals. For you, Lord, a thousand years are as a passing day and as brief as a few night hours. The day is as a thousand years to the Lord. You sweep people away like dreams that just disappear. They're like grass that springs up in the morning. In the morning it blooms and flourishes, but by evening it's dry and withered. And we wither beneath your anger, for we're overwhelmed by your fury. You spread out our sins before you, our secret sins, and you see them all. We live our lives beneath your wrath, ending our years with a groan. Seems pretty dismal, huh? Ending our years with a groan. Can you just groan? <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we go out. Right? Do that again. Groan again. Ugh. And here's the good news. We have time. time. Time limits us. Okay? God is not limited by time. But it says 70 years are given to us. Some even live to 80. Some live even beyond that. Woo! Congratulations. That's amazing. It says, but even, now, now the, again, even the best years are filled with pain and trouble. What? This isn't very hopeful, is it? Or is it? You know, it, it, it says in the Bible, it says, don't be surprised at the painful trial you're suffering as though something strange were happening to you. Don't be surprised at the painful trial you're suffering as though something strange were happening to you. Because here's what it says. It says, it says, soon they disappear, but here's the good news, and we fly away. Yes! We fly away. We get through this life. We amble through this life. You know, we kind of stumble through this life, and then we fly away. And we get to go and be with God in heaven. We get to go and be in his presence. Anybody else looking forward to that? I am so excited about that. It says in verse 11, it says, Who can comprehend the power of your anger? Your wrath is as awesome as the fear you deserve. Teach us. Now here's the point. Teach us to realize 
the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. Teach us to understand. Teach us to number our days. Teach us to understand that our lives are but a vapor. And I guarantee you, young, you young people, let me just tell you this. Like, if you didn't measure age by birthdays, I'm 27. <laughs> I feel like 27 because it goes so fast. I really sincerely feel like I'm 27. It goes so fast. And you're like, wait, how old am I? I had a friend one time. She, had a, she got a birthday card. And it said, when you're, when you're in the mall and you catch a, lo- a glimpse of your reflection, there's one of three reactions. The first one is, hey, looking good. The second one is, oh, I really need to lose some weight. The third one, wow, some people really let themselves go to, hey, that's me. <laughs> it goes so fast. It goes so, so fast. And, and this is a prayer that we should pray. Teach me to number my days. Teach me not to just assume that I have all this time left. It says, um, can you show the clock? Here is a, a life clock. Maybe. Can you guys thank the people in the video department? Um, they're they're flying, flying solo today, and they're doing great. Okay, so... You notice that clock's a little weird, yeah? It's a lifespan clock. This is an entire life, right there. So where are you in the clock? It says, if you're 15 years old, the time is now 8.51 a.m. You got a full day. If you're 20 years old, it's 11.08. If you're 25, it's already past noon. (laughs) I know, it's already past noon, guys. Better get going. If you're 30, it's 1.25 p.m. If you're 35, it's almost 3 o'clock. If you are 40 years old, it's 4.16. If, it, if you're 45, it's 5.43 p.m. If you're 50, it's 6.50. If you're 60, it's 10.11 p.m. And if you're 70... You're, it's all gravy. <laughs> some, are, some live to 70, some even more. But here's the whole point. How much time do you really have? You know, a day is as a thousand years to the Lord, but we're given this certain amount of time. I think I read somewhere that the average person has 2,900 uh, Saturdays or something. Anybody want to do the math on that for me? And, and you think you have so many more, but then you start, it starts inching up and your life starts looking a little bit less and less long. And this is the prayer for joy. And this is, this is the prayer that I pray on a regular basis. Um, it says, oh Lord, come back to us. How long will you delay? Take pity on your servants. Here's the prayer that I pray every morning. And it's so interesting that this is what Ka'ule was focusing on this morning. Satisfy us each morning with your what? Unfailing love. So that we may sing for joy at the end of our lives. You know, when we're going through hardships and trials, sometimes it doesn't it feel like maybe God's forgotten about you? Or maybe like God doesn't, doesn't really love you that much? Doesn't it feel sometimes like maybe, maybe you're the exception? Yeah, God so loved the world, but except for me. Do you ever feel like that? 
When you go through hard times, nobody wants to raise their hand, I understand. But isn't it true? There are times where we're going through something really difficult and we're kind of like, I, I'm not sure what God is doing. I don't feel like God loves me, but the word of God says that we can be satisfied every single morning with his unfailing love. I can tell you, if you, if you don't know Jesus, if you've never given your life to Jesus, there is nothing, nothing, nothing like him. We sang that song, None But Jesus. Only Jesus can satisfy us. And that's why I pray this on a regular basis. God, satisfy me in the morning with your unfailing love so that I can sing for joy to the end of my life. And then there's a prayer for purpose at the end of this. And this is a prayer that I pray regularly. Give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. Don't you like that? Give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. Anybody, anybody ready for some gladness? Yeah? We should all have our hands raised. <laughs> Give us gladness in proportion to our former misery. Replace the evil years with good. Let us, your servants, see you work again. And let our children see your glory. And may the Lord our God show us his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. So it starts out with God is our home. God is the foundation of our purpose. God is everything. He is over all. And when God is our home, that is where we can find fulfillment because we're given our life, which is fleeting. It's like a vapor, it says. Here today, gone tomorrow. Like Chase's hair. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I was teasing Chase this morning. He, he was filling up the baptismal, and um, he had a hat on, and he looked really cute. And I was like, oh, I like your hat. I go, bad hair day? And he goes, it's a no hair day. <laughs> I, said, I said, I heard one time that they said, this guy said, well, I don't consider myself bald. I consider other men excessively hairy. So, <laughs> okay, back to God. So... God is the foundation. God is everything, everything, everything. If you're a person and if you just add God to like when things aren't going well or you just kind of, you're in trouble and so you're like, oh, I'm going to pray, you're, not, you're missing out. You're missing out. You know, when I look at Sarah and Prentice, you guys, I could cry. I'm so, I mean, I am amazed. It's like they got married and... Like, how long after you got married? Like, a couple of months. I would never recommend this to anybody. They went on a mission to the Philippines, where the average income is $7,600 a year. Average. And it wasn't like they were, you know, living at the Ritz. I mean, they went there and they served the Lord. Now, when they stand before God, if, if tomorrow was their last day on earth, I believe that they would stand before God and he would say, well done, good and faithful servants. Enter into the joy of the Lord. I'm so impressed by people that just give themselves fully to the Lord. Kevin and Shenna, y'all, it is so convicting to go there. I just Didn't you feel like a backslider? 
you go there. I mean, they are so full on 100% kingdom minded and they're so fulfilled in the midst of it. I just want to thank you guys so much for contributing to that school, that church. I mean, you guys, it is unbelievable what God's doing there. It is so amazing. And you guys have provided so much for them. I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so amazed. But I want to say that if, if there's anything you're holding on to, you're going to miss out on the fullness of what God has for you. Because then when the storms hit, you're not going to be able to handle it. But when he is the center, when he is your everything, when he is your home, it says that our efforts will be successful. When you partner with him, everything you do in life will be successful, no matter what it looks like, because you are serving the one true and living God. Amen? And so um, could you put up that, that little visual? So God is at the top. He's over everything. And then we're given our life, and then we're given a certain amount of time. By the way, I just want to say, the Bible says really clearly that our days are numbered. It says that, that he knows exactly how many days we will have on earth. And, and it says that um, every single one of our ha- the hairs on our head are numbered and our years are numbered. And here it says, teach us to understand that life is so brief. So I just want to ask you, with God as your home, with your life, with the time, and the possibility of having true joy, because true joy only comes through being in his presence. That's where the purest joy comes, is in his presence. I just want to encourage you guys so much. Take advantage of your time, because the thing is you can either spend your time or you can invest your time. And when you invest your time in eternal things, it's like God grows it. Not really, but it seems like it. So I just want to encourage you, live your life on purpose. You know, we we talk about life, world, dream, growing your life, impacting your world, and living your dream, living the purpose. You were created for a specific purpose, And don't be looking to anybody else to imitate theirs. You have a specific calling. And Jesus is calling the church, I believe, right now to be be raised up and to become everything we were called to be. And not to spend our lives, not to waste our lives, but to be purposeful in what we do. Anybody want to do this with me? Go for it, full on, 100%. Go for it with Jesus and be fulfilled. Amen. I just want to invite, um, there's, there's going to be a baptism today. And I love baptism. Baptism is so profound. You know, baptism is just a, a way of, first of all, it's a way of just obeying what Jesus asked us to do. He asked us to be baptized if we know him. It doesn't save you, but it is a, it's, a, it's an outward sign of an inward work. It says, God has done something in my life. God has changed me. God has given me purpose. Amen? And, and so we have three people that want to come up and be baptized today. And this is a really, this is a huge celebration. When somebody is baptized, 
I mean, it is a massive party in heaven. I believe that all the angels celebrate when people come to Jesus and when they get baptized. I think this is a big old party. So can you please join me in welcoming the three people that are coming up to be baptized today? Well, church, can we pray for these these new family members? Yeah. Well, Father, we come before you. We thank you so much that you are a God of salvation. Lord, we thank you that you are eternal. God, we thank you that you are our home. And I just pray for these who have responded to you. And I ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus, you would reveal yourself in new and amazing ways, Lord, that you would draw them close to you. Lord, I pray, God, that you would open their eyes to insights that they can find in the Bible. Lord, as they open up the Bible, Lord, it would be as, as if you were speaking directly into their souls, Lord. And I, I pray for protection. I pray that you would bless them and keep them, Lord. You would protect them from the schemes of the evil one. Lord, you would let your face shine on them. Lord, you would be gracious to them. You would look upon them with favor and give them peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. And if you, uh, if you did give your life to the Lord today, if you surrendered to Jesus, um, you, could, you could tell the person at the Connect desk, which is just right outside as you go. Otherwise, I just want to ask the rest of you if you wouldn't mind standing. And I think today is a really good day for us to commit fully. Amen? We can't waste time anymore, people. You know, the Bible says, make the most of your time for these days are what? evil. These days are evil. Anybody agree with me these days are evil? So we don't want to waste any more time, right? Let's live for God. Let's live full on. Yeah? Don't think that you're not worthy because of your sin or the things that that tempt you or whatever. Don't think you're not worthy because of your past. Don't think that, that Jesus isn't able to clean you up. He just loves you with an everlasting love. He wants to satisfy you every morning with his unfailing love. Amen. Well, Father, we thank you again, Lord, that you you are the only one who can fully satisfy us, Lord, that despite the things that go on around us, despite the trials and the hardships, Lord, you are God. Lord, before the foundations of the earth, you are God. Lord, you are without time, and we thank you, Lord, that you are worth living for. I pray, God, you would work in our hearts. Make us passionate for you. God, set our hearts on fire. Lord, give us a heart for those who are lost, those who who don't know you. Lord, I pray that you would pour out a spirit of evangelism in this church, that people would be just so excited about sharing the good news of the salvation that you offer to us. I just ask that you would do this, Lord. You would move quickly in our lives, Lord for these days are truly evil. We look forward to flying away and being with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. Have a good week.